It's the shop Zare. Here I am. It's me, me, Mike Lepre. Join me to the show as always, Brother Ray. Brother Ray, how'd you like uh, our stop at Zare? I, I miss that place. I used to like going there with uh, our Nana and uh, doing some shopping for some toys. Hell yeah, back to the left. All the way back by the bicycles to the left. Let me bring in Master Odamas. Master Odamas, how are you doing on this Sunday football? Excellent, gentlemen. Yourself? I'm ready to rock. Ready to rock. Gigantic bubble calls. Great, great games last night. Uh, oh, yeah. Great games today. Let's bring in the genius because you always need one. Genius Kev, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning, King. Uh, uh, doing great today. Had a monster day yesterday. Uh, I want to make make sure we talk a little bit about that because uh, you know I, I nailed the Bills uh, Bills Baltimore yep. the pick and the game flow killed that one. But I have a, I have a comment about that Zare background. I actually think that Zare logo and storefront is the was the new Zare because I think Zare remod like re, re, relaunched themselves once or rebranded once. I think that logo is the new Zare logo, which makes it only thirty years old and not 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 forty. Wait, hold on. That's the old one. That's a goddamn old one. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Right after it was Zare, it became Ames. A-M-E-S. Yeah, I remember that too. Zare to Ames. So, gentlemen... We were on yesterday. We picked the games. Uh, everybody gave a parlay, a three-team parlay. Only one of us was completely correct oh. in providing the people the correct three-team parlay for them to go and make money. And would you believe it again? The guy that keeps picking the NFC East games like as if he knows the people. The guy that just keeps making picks and doesn't draw attention to himself other than the fact he called himself king. Like really, what attention am I bringing to myself? But yes, yet I was I was money in the bank. Bills, Packers, the over on the Packers. The only way that I lost you, Kev, was you went under on the Packers. Tell me why you went under on the Packers. I, I didn't. I didn't. I did not think uh, uh, that the, the Rams could do anything at all. I thought, that, and I thought they'd handle Green Bay a little better. Um, you know that that. That game, uh, that game got a little bit out of hand, but uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll take it because I also like we also teased opposite that, and the tease on the under was a push, so I ended up uh, hitting Green Bay and the tease on the under. Uh, so I won and I pushed, so I didn't win the, the full the full bet, but I won uh, one twenty on a fifty dollar bet. You win twenty instead of a forty seven, something like that. So that was cool. Your tease and the over hit nicely though. So you're the silver. I'll take the silver for that. But that's, yeah, the only bet that's, that's the only bet I lost all day yesterday. And then below us, someone has to carry the bronze, and then someone with <laughs> that medal that we could care less about. Uh, Brother Ray, you had Ravens, Packers, and Green Bay under. That means you had one out of three. Matt, you had Rams. Um, did you say the Bucks yesterday? I did Matt uh, the game from today? Is that what he did? I think yeah. I did. Well, right. I did Rams say uh, the Bills. So you lost I the said, Rams. You won with the uh the Bills, right? <laughs> well, of course I did, you did. Say, you did, today I did, you did. say the Bills under, though. Yeah. I did say the Bills under. All right. So we'll put uh give Matt the the, the bronze just because he's got one win uh and he's waiting on another. 
And Brother Ray is just done for the day with his one win. So the thing is, the King only talks about this stuff when he wins. When yeah, he loses, oh, yeah. we don't get any reviews at all. We just go to the next games. Yeah. You know what it is? I'll be honest. I don't talk about them until it's time for the playoffs when it's really serious and important. Yeah. And you really need that. Like, because it's different. You guys know this. Like, doing things in the regular season, yeah. But when you can do them in the playoffs, right? When you can do them when things – that's where the money lies. So, after watching yesterday's games, uh, we have two more slated for today. Um, and uh, let me just start with this. With the two NFC – I mean, with the two teams that uh, moved on yesterday. Uh, oh, where did I go? Where, where am I? You guys still with me? Yeah. I'm all over. Sorry. With the two games that won yesterday, did we see a team win yesterday – that's going to the Super Bowl. I believe so. Right? right? I think so. Which one? I think Green Bay's going. Okay. You think Green Bay more than Buffalo? Uh, Buffalo, I'll tell you what, Buffalo got back in my good graces yesterday. I, I initially thought they were going to be there, and that Colts game scared the crap out of me. But you know what? That second half – they made the adjustments on both sides of the ball, and they were a different team. So Josh Allen did not fold. He came through in the end. So I don't know. I think that and, hope, you know, probably Kansas City, um, I think it's going to be one of those two. We'll see how Kansas City does today. So, Matty, from sure. yesterday, which team is more likely to go to the Super Bowl, the Packers or the Bills? That's – that's a tough question. I mean, I could see both of them ended up there, but um, I did say that one of the one seeds would drop. I still will hold true to that. I think, I mean, wouldn't it be great if we seen Cleveland upset uh, KC today? I think Buffalo could uh, go to KC and finish the task. Um, I think I think the easiest route is Green Bay getting to the bowl to answer your question. Kev? Yeah, I agree with uh, uh, M1 and agree with Ray. I think I think Green Bay makes it through. I can see Buffalo too. I'm, I'm heavy on Buffalo the whole the whole playoffs, um, so I can see them doing it. And then in one of the reasons, kind of a kind of a strange one that we haven't really talked about yet. I think the Chiefs are probably the most fragile team left. Right? If you look at Buffalo, they lost Singletary. Okay, fine. They're still they're still going along. Uh, 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 other teams can handle injuries. I think a little better. If the, if the Chiefs lost Kelsey. Or or uh, or Terry Hill, I think they'd be in big trouble. Um, so I think there's a chance. You know, like we saw last night, obviously you lose a quarterback, but that's a different story. But I just don't think they have much room. I think they have much less margin for error than than, than the other teams. I just don't think there is uh, there is deep this year. So, so that's, that's my other angle on that. Yeah. See, here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing. I worry about the Cleveland Cincy game. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, Cleveland Cincy. I want to do that because they always play each other. I worry about the Cleveland KC game, not Cincy KC. Yeah. Because what if Cleveland wins? Like that, um, this game to me is different than the rest of the games. Like this could be like a high shooting, like Baker versus uh, Patty Mahomes. And then what if what if by chance that the, that the Browns win in that shootout? I think if they go to Buffalo, they're done. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like I think I think they they have a better shot against KC in my opinion than, than they do if they played Buffalo. That's interesting because the way that they match up, I do think Chubb could run on that Buffalo Bill defense. I. I think that um, the way that Cleveland attacks 
uh, would be a little bit different, and Buffalo could probably have uh, have problems with it. it. It's all matchups. I think Cleveland is a great team to have this. They have this chip on their shoulder. Imagine if they knock off for uh, KC. You're going to tell them they can't beat Buffalo. I think that they they would see they would welcome the uh, they would invite that attitude into their locker room. I don't know if there's anybody that can tell Cleveland they can or can't do anything right about now. They're hot. And one, if they if Cleveland's up at the half, we're getting in your car and we're driving to Cleveland because I'm not going to miss. The, the, the bars and the nightclubs, strip clubs, everything tonight in Cleveland will be out of control. Yeah, so if they're, up, if they're up at the half, come and pick me up, and we're, we're driving there. But would there be a letdown? Would that open up a letdown spot? Would that be like almost their Super Bowl and then all of a sudden deflated? Buffalo's a train right now, Cold. sleeping in their own beds. Yeah. You know? Different area. What do you, Ray, what do you think? I think the Browns are playing with house money. I mean, anything that they do right now, they're not they're not even supposed to be here. Let's be honest. Uh, they're going to be playing loose. Uh, I think Hunt is going to have a big day today. He is going to want. He's going to have a lot uh, to play for today. Uh, not only for his team, but to prove some people wrong. So, I mean, you look at those matchups today. There are a lot of good little stories there. Um, I don't know. I why not? Yeah. Good point, Ray. I didn't even think about that. Revenge. I didn't even think about that. All right. So yep. before we get into get into the games, um, you guys remember um uh what's his name? Jim Rome, the Rome show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. For a while that was like the big thing to listen to. I don't know what point in my thirties it was, but it was the big thing to listen to. Right. He had a, you know, he had his own system. He'd rank people, rack them, I'm sorry, or he'd kick them out. Bet you won't and, call me Chrissy again. Yeah, so um, I used to try as hard as I could to get on that show because my goal was just to get on that show and leave like a mark. I I done it once before, but I didn't get across what I wanted. But they were they were talking about Belichick, um, and they were discussing whether or not he's good enough. And this is how back it goes. And the the it was the Red Sox were playing Cle- the Indians in the um, some sort of playoffs or something like that. But it was Cleveland against uh, New England. <clears throat> so I called in. Pretending like I was pro Belichick, I had all this Belichick hype ready to go. Right, you know, I just wanted to lay this one line. So, uh, you know, I start off, "Hey Jim, thanks for having me. Thanks for throwing me a vine." Like that's how you say, it. "Thanks for throwing me a vine." I'm like, you know, Belichick. I'm like, you know, Jim. It really comes down to one thing with Cleveland and 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 in my area. I said it's been like this for a long time. It comes down to seafood, Jim. And he goes, he goes, seafood. And I go. New England clam chowder beats a Cleveland steamer any day. <laughs> I, I just get Cleveland steamer out, and he goes, wrong. And you hear just <laughs> drop. I just drop. <laughs> yeah, five minutes go by, right? For some reason, I'm in the track parking lot, way out. I remember doing this. I pulled over to call him, right, that he finally answered. Yeah. <clears throat> I must have been coming home from, like, CCRI or something. But Vinny. Vinny calls me from like Arizona, from across the, the, the country. He goes, Lepre, you just on Rome? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I thought that was you. He goes, when you said Mike from uh, North Providence. Oh, my God, that's the best. But yeah, I, 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 I'm such a jerk. I wasted so much of their time just so I could say Cleveland Steamer on live TV. And, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, the awesome. good old days, right? The good old days. Ah, oh, boy. All right. So, 
No, really, like those games went obviously went the way that I kind of saw them going today, and I wonder how we're gonna uh, differentiate in the differentiate differentiate. There I go with our opinions today, Kev. I'm gonna just ask you the spreads really quick if you don't mind because you're the <laughs> yep. genius. What's Cleveland KC? It's Cleveland uh, KC is still ten point favorite, uh, and the total is fifty seven. Oh, and the other game, which would be t- uh, Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, New Orleans. Yep. Saints are a three point favorite, and the total is uh, 53. Three and 53. You guys have a laugh at the fact that when you do look at the Tampa Bay thing, like the logo, the initials, it is TB. It doesn't bother, never bothers anybody else when you look at it because it's just Brady that I'm looking for, anyways. Like, I could care less about the whole Bucks team. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh, people around here are going to be watching it. If I see any friggin' Patriot flags out, though, like, you know, like when they, they were ready to, like, show that their house is a house that was celebrating and they would go put a flag outside or some stupid Patriot stuff to let you know that they're a fan and they're about to watch their game, which no real fan ever does. No real fan ever tells other people that he's about to watch a friggin' game. He wants quiet. I want him yeah. to shut up and let me watch the game. I'm uh, shooting fireworks. We're about to watch the game. I can't stand it. And if I see it being done today over the Buccaneers, I, I believe I have permission to, like, stomp out their little fireworks or just knock shit over because it's not the Patriots, right? Agreed. All right. Hey, we'll, King, there's a certain uh, King, there's a certain house where you live that usually has Patriot flags. Uh, do they have the Patriot flag or is there a Tampa Bay flag? We won't make your name. I got to go. So I got to go look. I'm yeah. not joking. I got to go look to see because I don't know. I don't know. Really, I really don't know. I know the guy next to him for some reason decided he he had like one week to throw up his Redskin flag. Like the one week they were in the playoffs, he was like, "I'm a Redskin fan," and then they were gone. You never saw it again. I never knew who he was prior to that. Only that week did I know. <laughs> and King, if you if you find a Patriots flag and you confiscate it, uh, I think we could use the uh, legit fantasy sports general counsel to represent you in any in any subsequent uh, court cases. So you're you're protected. I'm in. As long as you as long as you show it on air. I'm in. I'm in. I'll find a couple. Screw it. If you want, we can go to like Buffalo Wild Wings or places like that. We can go live with the camera, just walk in and be like, who's here for the game? And I bet you it's loaded with fucking Patriot fans. I bet you we'll be like, hey guys. <laughs> you know, yeah. jerks. All right. Game game one. Game one. Cleveland with Baker Mayfield against Casey. Patty Mahomes, and you're going to tell me that it's still just 10, but the over-under is 57. Brother Ray, who do you like? I'll tell you what, looking at this, I mean, I, I, I've been looking at the Browns, trying to get myself off the Browns, trying to say Kansas City is the class of the, of the NFL. They've been all year. How could you go against them? 10 points is a pretty big spread. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cleveland in the points. I think Kansas City wins the game, though. All right. What about the over under, Ray? Over under. I'm probably gonna go with uh, the under on this one. All right. So you're going with Cleveland plus ten and the under fifty-seven. Mastodamus, what do you got? It's tough to say because. That overrunner tells me that KC blows Cleveland out the water, but I, I don't see it. Um, 
Cleveland's defense, uh, that pass defense, I I went with Pittsburgh last week because I knew Ben Roethlisberger and the you know the trio would have their way, and then staring up in the second half, they had a big insurmountable lead on them. Um, Pat Mahomes is going to outshine what Ben Roethlisberger did last week, which tells me they put up the points needed to have that over and that ten. But what Cleveland's going to want to do to offset that is run by run with Chubb. Um, I don't have an answer for you on the over under because. I think Cleveland's defense is really that bad. It's really going to come down to if Chubb can slow this game down. Give me Cleveland in that 10 because I think Cleveland's more respectful than that. I think that they come in if they can hang with them. But we've seen time and time again where you got, you know, uh, KC down by big points and then they come back and they win by 20-30. A team can do this. They can probably do that to this Cleveland team. I still am going to try and take those 10 points. I like the 10 points. And over, under, if you had to? If I had to, I would go over. Okay. Now, a genius, before you give your take, is it all right if I just shoot mine really quick? Go ahead. Just, just because I'm I'm against, not against, but I'm the opposite. So it's of my opinion that this is the game where the Browns get thumped. And I know that I hate Baker Mayfield, but that has nothing to do with it. I'm being dead serious. Patty Mahomes comes out. They start throwing early. The goal against Cleveland Cleveland is to get them out of the run. The, the Chiefs can score quick and fast through the air. You, th- you get up 14 points. Now Cleveland has to throw. You're taking away the running backs. I think that's just the Chiefs. Chiefs going to come out just trying to score like maniacs through the air. You're going to watch. It's going to be like a blitz. And I think they're going to go up early, big, and it's just going to end up being kind of a blowout. And it's going to go over. So I actually like I actually like um, KC in the over. I mean, if they get behind Cleveland, then what? Like the whole game changes. They have to score points. It's, it's going to get into a shootout. Kev, what do you what do you think? It's funny, uh, King. My, my take is very very similar to yours. Uh, it's kind of funny. You you, you cut you uh, jumped in front and you actually took a lot of my points. Uh, there, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. So, so I'm trying to look for some stuff that uh, that no one said yet. Uh, one of the things that um that I've, that I've been thinking about and, 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 and just kind of heard a lot of people talk about is you know slow Kansas City. Uh, sorry, Cleveland wants to slow the game down. You can't slow the game down unless you still score points. So if they if they cut the game by two drives for each team, and but but Kansas City still scores 30 points, Cleveland's in serious trouble. So they may want to run. They want to keep things neutral. But they're going to have to score points, so I think I think you're going to see more passing out of Cleveland uh, in the early stages of the game than, than you might expect. Even if it's uh, you know even if it's like Hunt, Hunt more involved in the passing game, uh, you know obviously the other you know the wide receivers they have, but the Cleveland D is just not very good. Um, they get Denzel Ward back, which you know which helps, uh, you know which helps a lot. Um, and the, the Cleveland offense offensive line uh, is going to be in a little bit better shape. Antonio's back. Um, Conklin, I think, is a, is I think he's going to play too. So that those, those are both big there. Um, and then the other narrative point is, you know, Kansas City's been off two weeks. Uh, so you know, you know, the, my, my biggest question on this whole thing is, will Kansas City start fast enough to hit fifty seven? Fifty seven is a lot of points. Um, and if if they've been off for two weeks and their first couple of possessions, they don't really move the ball just because they're rusty. They may not hit it, but um, I think Kansas City. Gets uh, gets thumped. I think uh, I don't think their defense is for real. As uh, M1 said, uh, like I think you're right. I think Kansas City is gonna is gonna really just come out 
and and just just score score a lot of points. I think uh, you know Mahomes is going to be a, Mahomes will have a clean pocket. Browns can't cover tight ends, so it's got a lot of uh, a lot of point a lot of points line up for the for Kansas City. Like there's all there's what I don't get about all this, and I think a lot of people are on the Browns, and I think it's more because it's a feel good story. But it, I don't. What's the game? What's the game script or the narrative where the Browns actually win? Like I can tell have, you right now. Go ahead. The Raiders have matched them and looked uh, great against KC twice. That right there is the blueprint. And the Cleveland Browns are very identical to to the Raiders in a lot of ways. But for one thing, they do have a much better offense than the Raiders. And that's enough inspiration and, you know, game plan that you need to, to basically match. And I think that the Browns can do that. Wait, but here's the thing. So, but I can see <clears> – <throat> I can easily envision KC dropping 21 points in the first quarter. First quarter. 100%. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I can see Baker fighting all game long. But that takes out the running backs and the under. Right? If that's what happens, then you're taking away the running backs. You're going to eventually take it. It's going to take away the under. Like, he's going like to have to said, I really love what Genius pointed out. He said that, you know, they got this, this uh, rest. Is that going to be good? Is it going to be beneficial for the Cleveland who's been going? I think that that's something you might want to look at as the first quarter points. I'm sure with this huge spread, you're going to have like probably plus three and a half for Cleveland. I'm not, I didn't look, but I would take Cleveland. I guarantee you with that huge spread, you're looking at Cleveland plus three and a half for the first quarter. I guarantee you that hits. Guarantee you that hits. Yeah, it's interesting, everyone, because one of the bets that I that I already made that I really like was uh, just Cleveland first half total points. It's at nine and a half. It's like nine and a half or ten, which is ridiculously low for a team that's scoring points and that's having a that's on a good run. So I, I bet uh, put a decent bet on that one. Plus, you know, Cleveland nine and a half in the first. You know, that's kind of crazy. Uh, that is, but crazy. I guess kind of, kind of all, all said and done. because this is one of those games we could talk about it for a long time. Uh, I'll, I'll still go with the Chiefs, and I'm going to go. See, I, I would prefer to tease tease these numbers, but if I have to pick, I'll go uh, Chiefs and over. Well, we had two people agree, and that was me and you, Kev. Uh, Ray and Matt just split on the over under. Matt wasn't 100 percent in on the over under, though. Actually, no, I'm going to go over. I actually do believe this this is going to be an over. I haven't had a real good chance to sit down and look at these games, but the but more we're sitting here and going through them i i mean if there's any side that i do feel comfortable with it, it would probably be in over i i do see the chiefs putting up points but this is gonna have to be a baker mayfield match em. you know we're gonna have to see a very exciting game i i think that's what we're gonna have to that's what's gonna we're gonna see i do hey, by the way game. matt just proved the whole point of this podcast he just learned from us talking like old uh, kibitzes. Absolutely. He just learned something about what to do with a bet or where to go with his money. Like, that's happened to yep. me, guys. Just hearing us talk, it, it'll help me process stuff. I like That's why I like going last. The only reason I jumped in front of you, Kev, was because I knew I knew I couldn't get any farther away from where they were. Like, I was completely yeah. the opposite bet. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's good to hear people talk it out because you, you're you going to at least yeah. understand our reasoning. And it's whether you, you agree with that reasoning or not, you decide where to go. Yeah, Matt. One thing I, I do want to comment on it, and we are all in agreement that the Cleveland pass defense is an issue here. But 
I've always seen an issue all year long, and I do think Cleveland um, KC's defense has been playing lights out a lot better than they have been last year, and I think they, um, they're nasty. They got a little bit of nasty. So I love Ty- Ty- Tyron Matthew. Uh, I think he's the spirit of that defense amongst love a few guy. others. But, love him. Um, yeah, he's great. He's great. Oh, he's he's awesome. But um, I think that they have a problem with Clyde Edwards, and you've heard me say it before, and Bell. But I don't think it's the two running backs. I think it's the unit of the offensive line and what they're trying to establish with the running game. And I think that being multi uh, one-dimensional doesn't matter if the Cleveland pass defense is bad or not. When you are just sitting back expecting pass, you, I think that that's really going to come back to haunt um, – KC today. I don't think they're multi-dimensional, and I think that we'll see that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a very good point, and uh, yeah, that's a really good point. I one, yeah, because if they're just sitting, if they're just sitting back in zone and, and they can get some pressure, I think they'll have a problem. But the, the other thing is Vernon is out, so it's only going to be you know Miles Garrett trying to do that. Uh, like well, uh, one thing we didn't talk about, and I'm surprised no no one brought it up is this whole thing, this whole story with. Uh, Kansas City hasn't beaten anyone by more than six points since what the end of September or October or something like that. So you, it's weird. These things you can go, you can look at it two ways. You can say, okay, that's a real flaw in the team, and they're coasting, and they're and they're going to come out slow, and they're going to just kind of do 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 enough barely to win. Or you could say, national TV first playoff game, Kansas City's putting their flag in the ground, saying we're back. This is the real Chiefs, and blow them out of the building. They but, have nobody knows how that's going to go. Yeah, they have. Like in my opinion, like that's what I said before. Casey has to come out uh, shooting. They got to take the running backs out of the situation. You know what I mean? All right, hey guys. Before we go over to the next game, the second game, um, you know what I miss, and, and this is the truth that I'm thinking this. Um, I miss when it was a time where the only kind of sports uh, media that you had was um, um, inside inside uh, inside the NFL with uh, Nick Bonacani and. Uh, Jesus Christ. Who was the other guy, Ray? Len Dawson. You guys remember that show when it was just those two doing it? Yeah. And like, they would have, like, they would go visit, like, a certain team. Because that was, like, the first show where you got info, in my opinion, on, like, other teams that you don't know anything really about. Like, that aren't, like, named New England, New York, or really close. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I thought yeah. that was a great, great show. That, was that pre-ESPN? Yeah, that was pre-ESPN. That was- what was yeah, that? Was on HBO? Yeah, HBO, HBO. Showtime. Yeah. HBO on a Sunday at night. Yeah, inside the NFL. All right. Well, anyways, uh, it's TB versus NO. That's what it shows, and supposed to mean Tampa Bay versus New Orleans, but we know that it doesn't. Guys, the Saints are favored by three to beat Tom, Tommy, Tommy Gun. Um, the over under <laughs> is fifty three. Quick stat. Uh, Brady has thrown the most passes that have, had have traveled the longest distance. Let me, let me see if I can make that make sense. His his stat is that he's been throwing the ball a ball deep balls that are traveling deeper than other quarterbacks for receptions. Does that make sense? What I just said. Mm. Okay, yeah. that's the stat he's got. So yeah. Tom's throwing it deep. He wants to show off that he can still throw it deep. He's got guys that go deep. What happens in this game? Because if they can keep it close, you can't count out Tom Brady. That's the only time, in my opinion, he comes into play in this game. If it comes close to the very end, God damn damn it, you don't want him, or if you like him, you want him with the ball in his hands. 
Brother Ray, what do you think about this game? Well, I, I think an interesting subplot for this game is that Latavius Murray and Taysom Hill are not going to play. So for me, that really affects what the Saints like to do in that offense. Taysom Hill, and I know a lot of fantasy people hate Taysom Hill, especially if you own Alvin Kamara, you hate Taysom Hill. However, he's a big part of their offense. Their, their short yardage situations, their goal line situations, he's, he's practically always in the game. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeff Murray is that excellent B-back to Kamara, who, who's a thumper, who can take the wear and tear off. I think this affects what they're trying to do. Now, other people may say, well, now we see more Alvin Kamara. He's the better back. He should go crazy. I think it's the opposite. I think without Hill and without Murray, I think that affects their offense, and I think it puts more pressure on Breeze. I love the Bucs today. I do. So you like the Bucs to win outright? I like the Bucs to win outright. And uh, what about the over-under 53? I'm worried about Breeze today. I really am worried about Breeze today. I think, you know, we talk about eventually these old quarterbacks have to hit a wall. Um, And unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be Brady today. I think it's going to be Drew Breeze. You've seen some of that um, in the last couple of weeks. He's not playing at the same level. He's not making those same passes. I, I think Breeze is going to have a tough time today. Long story short, uh, I'm going to go with the under on this. Okay. Bucks in the under. Uh, hey, um, uh, sorry, Mike. Uh, Brother Ray, just, just so you know, the if you, I don't know if this will impact your pick or not, but there's some books, and this is probably because of the two injuries you mentioned, which which I didn't know those guys are definitely out. But the line is uh, Saints minus two and a half in some places, and uh, in others it's, uh, it's still at three. So, obviously, if you want the Saints – Take the minus two and a half, whereas if you want the Bucks, take the plus three. Yeah, I think the Bucks win the game. I think they win it outright. Okay, so you get the Bucks and the and the uh, under. Master Thomas, who do you like? I'm I'm right hand in hand and lockstep with Brother Ray. I I've been looking at this spread all week, and it's been talking to me. It tells me that Tom Brady and the Bucks win. The, the Tom Brady Bucks win. Uh, um, there is a route. There is a route for Brady to win and go go and win the championship. They shellacked Green Bay um, in the regular season, and uh, don't think that they forget that. And there's a history of just having bad, um, you know, knowing a, knowing you kind of lost before you even go, go into the matchup type of thing in football with a lot of teams. Um, but I do – I do believe the Saints lose today. I didn't know that uh, Taysom Hill was going to be out. Like Brother Ray says, that really takes off a lot of pressure off a of breeze in a lot of third down situations, crucial uh, situations. There's a lot of upside with Taysom Hill. And without him, it's only negative. And uh, I don't believe Breeze is that quarterback anymore. And I love the under in this situation. I think the strict Saints um, struggle. But, but the reason why I really believe in the Bucks right now is what I'm hearing out of the uh, Tampa Bay is Antonio Brown is looking better and better and better. And he's your third option, but now will be your number one against your third option. And that is tough for any defense. So look for Antonio Brown to have a huge day in DFS. Bucks win. Bucks and under, right? Okay, yes, sir. Genius, I'll let you go first. All right, so uh, 
Ray's Ray's news was was it was breaking news to me when uh, Ray, Ray said Hill and uh, Latavius Murray are out. So uh, spreadsheets are running overdrive. Mike, I gotta have to bring an extra uh, a couple of servers online from Amazon. Amazon hosting to re crunch all the numbers here. But uh, I think a couple a couple of interesting things. Um, you know, you, I'd like to ask I'd like to ask M one and Brother Ray the you know the, the question: How did New Orleans handle them so easily the first two times? Right, and and I have a, you know I have some ideas on this, and, I, and then the real question is wh- wh- what's different this time? It's it's really interesting because they they demolished them in I think week nine, week one, okay, whatever was the first week of the season, but they really really handled them uh, you know pretty easily. So I guess guys, what, what are your thoughts on on why you're both coming out on the buck side after the, the Saints? The Saints really you know didn't even work up a sweat the second time they played. Can I go first? Sure. This is exactly like the showmanship and the gamemanship of when, knowing when to show everything, pull back, knowing you, you're going to see your opponent in the future. If you do, don't show them shit. I think they played vanilla, and I think that they weren't the same team like with Antonio Brown being that piece that comes in and takes the heat off of Godwin, which really wasn't even there anyway. He's been injured all year. Um, even uh, Fournette being there, being a little – Plotter takes a little bit off around of Jones. They are a different Bucks team, but I think it was more or less uh, knowing the game was over by halftime, not showing them. One of the things that I love about the playoffs is you're going to see plays that they've never shown you all year long. And I think that you've seen them pull back, show vanilla. And I think today you're going to see, um, I mean, the Saints defense is for real, and they a lot of Lattimore matches up nice against whoever you want to take away. But I think it's who do you want to take away? Tom Brady will throw to Joe Smith. He'll throw to the water boy if you put him out there. So I think that's what you see today. But it happens to be Antonio Brown. Yeah, so, I'm probably good, right? You know, sorry, those are great points. I think also genius um, when when they lost those two games to the Saints, uh, Brady wasn't calling the plays. They made some changes in the, in the last couple of weeks, and you heard Coach talk about it, saying he was going to give Brady the ability to call plays on the line of scrimmage and to run his game. That is Brady's offense. He brought that with him, and he installed that in Tampa. Since he's done that, I don't think they've lost the game. So I think yeah, that's one thing that's different from when they played the last two times. And then you look at how the weapons are gelling. Gronkowski playing much better than those, those first two times that they played. Antonio Brown, that M1 has mentioned, big, big factor. Even Fournette. I mean, Fournette has stepped it up a yeah. bit. So if you look at the weapons, if you look at the way they're playing, the targets are healthy. It just seems like they're firing on all cylinders, that offense right now. So that, I think, will be a difference today. All right, cool. Like, were you going to say something? Yeah, well, I mean, are you going to make your pick? Or are yeah, you yeah. going to make mine? Good. No, I'll, I'll do it quick. Yeah, because I mean, it's funny. I, I wanted to get their opinions because uh, a, a lot of the uh, uh, the stuff around the play calling kind of read something. I read a few things about. It. I like that one point about about kind of uh, the, the 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 Bucks keeping it sort of vanilla after after halftime after the game's got out of hand. Um, so I think you know. So I think overall, I'll say if if the play calling stays the, you know, kind of the, the way it's been, and they don't go back to what they were trying to do, do at the beginning of the season, I think the Bucks will you know will, will be okay here. Um, and I think, uh, I think, you know, I, I am a, a Taysom Hill hater as a quarterback, but I think him being out, Latavius Murray being out really, as, as brother Ray said, puts a ton of pressure on Breeze. And, and, and I didn't really expect that. So, uh, 
all that said, uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks here. Um, and I think with the, at 53, I'm going to go with the under. But Davius right. Murray not being there is huge because he yeah. is their bell cow. Kamara, right. you don't want to keep just pounding in there. He's a little guy. He might not finish the game if you got to take on the full workload. We've seen yeah. what happens all right. with that. And he, yeah. You guys all went with Bucks in the under, all three of you. Right? So I guess it's kind of odd, but whatever. You're I'm gonna going, go opposite I'm, on both. <laughs> I'm going with the Saints in the over. Like, ah! <laughs> here's the thing: they know each other, right? They do know each other. I think the Saints come out and just slap the Bucks. Like, I don't believe in this whole Tom Brady playoff. Like, carry on. He's forty nine hundred. He he he's old. He's not the same Tom. The, the, he's gonna keep them in it. He's gonna be firing. He's gonna be heroic. But they're not gonna win the game. And it's going to end up being more points than you would think. Like, like egos are going to come into play with Breeze and Brady both on the field at the same time, just throwing bombs for touchdowns or trying. And if you if you drew Breeze, so I love <laughs> I love the Saints only favorite by three at home against the Bucks, who they've beaten. I mean, they've proved that they can beat. Just proved. Like you're right. Week one was whatever because nobody, everybody wasn't ready off this whole COVID thing. But week nine, you had to be ready by then. And that was just a, a, a smacking. So, And it's the same t sort of personnel in general. I like the Saints in the over. Can you let me refute that? Team. You're absolutely right with week one and week nine being Shalakins. But I say time and time again, you're only as good as you are that week. And what right now, what are we saying? I think the Bucks are a little bit more healthy and the Saints are not. And I think it's a week-to-week -week thing in the NFL. Yeah. I, I disagree. I like it. I really do like the Saints in the over. I think the Saints are going to win, uh, win this. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, King, King, can I make two other quick points with something yeah. really interesting? Week nine, the Bucks went in as four-point favorites. Now they're like three-point underdogs. So that's a huge That's a huge swing. And, uh, you know, and, and, and according to everything we're saying is it should have gone more the other – it should have gone the opposite way. So there's definitely something there worth, worth looking at. I don't, know, I don't know what it means, but it's a, it's a data point to analyze. And, and then the last thing I'm just kind of curious about is the Breeze narrative. His last rodeo. This is it for Breeze. He's up against Brady. Huh? Up against no, Brady. Brady. No. It, well, this is Breeze. Breeze. Breeze isn't playing next year. He's kind of already started telling people on the team. So is there enough yeah. to sort of rally the troops? This is my last one until the sunset. And, and, he, and Breeze and Brady have that rivalry. Breeze doesn't want to give up those records. And he knows when he retires – Brady's already got a touchdown record, and Brady's going to pass him on yards. So this is his last time to make a make a statement on the way out. So I don't know. I, I hate narratives. If they're tough, but they're fun. They make the games fun, but they're tough to factor into your betting. But they are worth uh, worth mentioning. And guys, guys, just to interject, in Week Nine, they lost. The Saints beat the Buccaneers thirty-eight to three. Tom Brady threw three interceptions for the first time since two thousand eleven. So Brady's the – I mean, think about that. The defense is – just think about that for a second. 38-3 doesn't just happen. That's a beating, all right? And it's made by the Saints' defense. And Tom obviously did not like the defense. Now, Ray, you say he changed uh, play calling. How many weeks after week nine did he do that? Like week 12, you said? They they uh, they had a couple of losses. They had a, one loss, and they basically had a, a sit-down, and they discussed it. And they made the adjustments. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that game was a, that game was a slaughter, but 
again, that's one week and it's professional football. So if you look at what's happened between now and then, this is a different Tampa Bay team, at least a different Tampa Bay offense. True. But if you're a defense, right, the Saints defense, and you get three interceptions off Tom Brady week nine, you have to be a little confident. Like you, you to kind of feel like you're in his head a little bit. I mean, three was a lot, right? I mean, right? No, anyone? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You know, I get like, you know. I don't know how often it happens when a team beats another team three times in a year. Um, the last time I remember it happening was like maybe in the '90s when the Patriots did it over Miami. But I can't. Giants did it to the Cowboys in '07, I believe. Uh, when they went to the Super Bowl, it's when no, Jerry Jones already bought the team, the Cowboy team tickets to the next round, and the Giants found it's out. It's difficult. It's that difficult happened. because you know what the team is going to do because they've already done it to you. Now, can you can you change? Can you adjust? Or is it just a bad matchup? I do believe that you're going to see the Saints come out and do the same things because I'm going to keep. That's what I would do. I want to see you stop. I want to see if you can 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 beat me with what I've already shown. I'm going to do. That's the, the only benefit of being the loser is knowing what that winner seeing you again is going to do. We'll see. True. I I, I, I understand that, but um, all right, but true. Let's go with a three-team parlay. <clears throat> uh, we won't review last week's. We already went over last week. Um, who was it that had? That oh, was me. Never mind. Uh, three-team parlay. Ray, what's your three-team parlay? Uh, I would go with uh, – I mean, I would go with the Browns plus 10. I would go with the Bucks, uh plus points. And if I had to pick an over and under, which, I mean, for me, over under is the way of Vegas to make money off us. That's the way I usually look at the over under for any game. Um, I'd probably have to go with um, – I'd probably have to go with uh, the Saints uh, The Saints game under. Mm-hmm. Matt, it sucks that I'm going to be in agreement with Brother Ray on my three-team poly. The only thing I'm going to change is uh, screw the points in the uh, in the Saints Bucks game, and I'm just giving the money line on the Bucks. So it would be the Browns plus ten, uh, Bucks money line, and the Bucks on the Bucks Saints on the. And I'll even throw in I don't know what that first quarter spread is for that Cleveland game. Uh, first quarter, but I guarantee you with a 10-point spread that it is sitting somewhere around 3.54 for first quarter. And if it's four, you got to jump on that because that's huge. But even 3.5 is, is, is great. Uh, Genius, what do you got for three-team three parlay? All right, so I'll do uh, Kansas City minus 10. Uh, I like Bucks money line because why, why, you know, if you're confident, I don't do the two and a half or the three, so Bucks money line and then Kansas City Cleveland over. And by the way, I put a three teamer in yesterday. I did uh, Packers, uh, Bills, and Chiefs all all money line. So if Kansas City wins today, I'll I'll hit another one. Good nice. stuff, Kev. Nice. All right, so I I have um, KC the Saints and over on the KC game. So Kev, we're, we're kind of kind of close. We just disagree on the Saints Bucks. Yeah. Hey, and just a uh, hey, quick thing because uh, Emma brought it up a couple of times. The uh, the first quarter line is Cleveland plus three, which is which is pretty huge. Yeah. 
Yeah, what, what, like what, let me ask you this. So now, as I keep, I continue to learn teases, teasers. Um, what is the best way to tease these games today, Kev? Uh, would you bump Cleveland up to plus seventeen? <sighs> Oh, you love that. You freaking love that stuff. I, you know, you and I, you and I always go back, always go back and forth uh, 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 on on that one. Uh, it's it's a little tougher today for me anyway because you know the numbers I like to tease through. You don't have two opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, uh, you know, I, I did. Uh, yesterday, I put in uh, Packers and Bucks. So I tease I tease Packers to minus a half and Bucks from like two and a half up to eight and a half or nine, something like that. So that that I love. Uh oh. Big news here. The Browns just went to uh, plus nine and a half from, from 10. So, obviously, there's uh, so, some money coming in here. So, anyone who Chiefs minus nine and a half is probably a very good bet. So, I think I'm going to put that in. Uh, but, anyway, so if you tease the Chiefs, I would say tease the Chiefs now from nine and a half. You could tease them down to three and, three and a half, half, which isn't great, but I would do that. And then a box up from three to nine, uh, plus three or plus nine, I think would be a good one. So my so opinion, I went to nine and a half. Yeah. Under three now, right? It would be two what? and a half. Who? Uh, it's six. Yeah, it's six. So you, so it'll be three and a half. Oh, well, you could can you buy point. Oh no, that's right. Okay, yeah, got you, Roger. So I would make the Saints plus three, right? Yeah, you could do that. I wouldn't do that. Like Kevin has said many times, you don't want to go through the zero. Why yeah. not? I think that'd be great. I'm going from being under a favored by three to be being a uh, getting three. That's, I, I would rather tease the Bucks plus nine is what I would rather do. But you, if you think the Saints are going to win, yeah. and the and the numbers already three, and just take the Saints. They yeah. become plus three though. Right. But I'm getting three with if I take the Saints. If no, I'm, it's yeah. what I was. Yeah. If you think they're going to win already, like you don't buy points just to buy points. Like you know, what I mean, like, like like if you're teasing, you're giving up something, right? You're giving up. Yep. You have to hit both bets. So if you're already if you're already if you're in a position on the narrative, uh, sorry, not the narrative, your 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 view of the game, how you think it's going to go, why why pay points that you don't have to? Why buy points that you don't have to buy? If you think Saints are going to win, and they're in there, you know, the 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 the, 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 the don't bother. All right. So how about this then? It would make more sense to put that six on the fifty over under of fifty three, right? Make it like uh, forty seven. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. It's about a touchdown difference. Uh, and then um, the Cleveland-KC game, yeah, I think Cleveland-KC by four is a big difference, or KC now by three and a half, because it is it is still two, two scores, but it's not like a touchdown and then something else. It, it could be two field goals, so uh, I, I would do that one, I think. Um, so what do you guys think? Um, after today, what are going to be the conference finals next week? We'll start with uh, Matt. Matt, who's going to be in the the, the, the finals? So it's going to be uh, yesterday's winners being. Um... It's crazy because I see Buffalo in the big game, and I would see the Bucks in the big game now that we're coming to it. Because if I do see Story Boy Tom Brady in the big game, and he's <sighs> up against the team that he's beating the shit out of for twenty years in a row with the Buffalo Bills, that's the only way I could see Buffalo going in there shaking. I, I look at it like this. Cleveland upsets KC today. Outright. So then you have Cleveland and the Bills. Cleveland and the Bills. And then you got the Bucks going to the Packs. All right. But then who's in your Super Bowl? It's the Bucks and the Bills. My brother Ray. 
I uh, I mean, looking at the matter, I think it's going to be the matchup, uh, the rematch of Super Bowl one. I. I think it's going to be uh. Packers Chiefs. Um, I, I mean, I, I think Green Bay. You know, I, I think they did what they had to do yesterday. I think can I you know I like Cleveland with the points, but I think Kansas City wins that game, and I think Kansas City will handle Buffalo. Kev, yeah, I'm going uh, Green, Green Bay uh, Bills, which is what I've been saying for a little while. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a phenomenal game. Like who would who would not want to watch that game? Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, the way those two guys play, the way those teams are built. Uh, I think it would just be a just be phenomenal. Uh, one of the most interesting things. Uh, you hear about you know think about the Chiefs, right? They would have they would be the first team since the two thousand three four Patriots to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Like, are they that team? You know what I mean? Like, are they are they that good? Are they that focused? Are they you know? Is Andy Reid, Bill Belichick? Like, I, I I don't I just don't think so. I, I just don't see it. So I don't know. And I, in my opinion, you're gonna end up with a Super Bowl KC in New Orleans. That's not one I would pick that I want to see, but I think that's how it's gonna end up being. Like, I just got that weird feeling. I just got that weird feeling because I think they're going to ride the, the, the Breeze narrative. That's going to be a big deal his last year, walking away from it. Like, if you remember, he got really badly blown back on something he did on social media. And Ugh. he had a hard time recovering from that because he's not somebody who's ever dealt with anything like that. So he's been backpedaling for a long time. You know what I mean? So he's the end of his career has been really like there's a lot going on that shouldn't be going on, but there is. So I think he would love to have that last, put the you know focus on him, let him win that last. And NFL would love that too. Same thing with Tom. I mean, they would love it. I mean, those two, two two guys they they want to see win it. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I got a weird feeling about this, guys. If the Saints win the Super Bowl, and they're not the best team, how's that going to make sense to me? Because that's what I, how I feel in my head. I'm being honest when I say that. I feel like the Saints, because of this whole setup, have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. But I don't think they're the best team. But but because of where they are, I think they have a shot at really winning this. So how do I explain that, genius? Yeah. Like how do I explain that, that? What how I feel? Like I kind of feel like the Saints are going to win this, but I don't really you know. It happens. That happens every year, though. Unfortunately, it happens. It happens every year. There's some team that gets through that. You know, like it was funny when you said that. Now I start thinking about it. Do I really think the Packers are a better team than the Saints? So I really think the Packers are a better team than the Bucs. I think Aaron Rodgers and their offense is unbelievable. Like, they have, they have more touchdown passes than punts. I mean, how the hell do you do that on a, on, a, on a season? But do I think they're a better team than the Saints? I don't know. Probably not. And if they make it through, I'll, have, I'll be in the same position as you. Right? That's, yeah. that's tough. I don't like bad. You know, when when the matchup comes out, sometimes I hate it. Like, I just i am not going to watch it at all. And sometimes I love it. Like sometimes there's like that uh, that gem of one you want to watch. Um, let, let's end with this: How active do we honestly believe the local area will be for the oh. game? No, I want to be honest. I want honest opinion. How many people will go out to see Tom Brady play today? Will they? If going to see Tom play for the Patriots was a ten, right? Of what yeah. of what they do for fandom. What level are they going to crank it up to today for Tommy with the Bucks? The um, real problem with that, Mike, is a part of them is going to win with them. That we don't don't even say it. <laughs> don't, even, don't even say it. It drives me crazy. I, 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 I'm rocking my Bledsoe, rocking my Bledsoe jersey. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Look, brother Ray, hear me out on this. 
I'm saying it. I know I sound like I'm complaining about it, but if you're not in this New England area, you're not in our area, especially Rhode Island, for some odd reason, you don't get what's going on. You don't get. You don't understand what's going on. Local fans that are Patriot fans are now just pretending that they're Buccaneers fans. They just made the change. They 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 just they literally just went. You know what? I don't want to be on a team or root for a team that loses. Like I. I, I liked it when we would all do shots every time that they scored a touchdown. Wasn't that great? That was great. Yeah, that was great. Well, I made that bean dip. Remember that bean dip? Oh, seven layers. That was the best. Yeah. And then I know for a fact there's motherfucker MFers that are going right now. Uh, you know, uh, Tom's playing tonight. Uh, did you want to come by? The boss will get all the beer. And, uh, the ice luge is on its way. You know, we're going to do some outstanding bong things. Right. Please help me with this. Tell the truth. Like, what is going on here with this? You, you need to look at this from an, from a, a psychological standpoint. It's really <laughs> the stages of grief. So Patriot fans are still stuck in that first stage of grief. So they don't want to acknowledge it. And it's, well, Tom's playing football. Let's root for Tom. So they're still in that first stage. It's going to take a while. Um, if he wins the Super Bowl, they're going to celebrate with him. You're going to have all the goat memes and goat this and goat that and and he's the goat, blah, blah, blah. And it's just that's what you're going to see. So for, for non-Pats fans, it really is like uh, purgatory, really. It's like football purgatory as long as the Bucks, you know, remain alive. Alive. Uh, uh, let, me, let me ask, Kevin, one second. Let me ask the new head coach of the Jets, uh, Matt. <laughs> what do you? If I look like Bruce Arians, dude, you look like the new head coach of the Jets. <laughs> Is he? He's rocking the ball there, just like me. He's definitely handsome. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Robert Sala, that's that's awesome. I just all right. That's not my head. Sorry. Uh, what do you think? Uh, so, uh, with the coaching job locked in New York, what do you think about the whole thing with Tom Brady going on? It's funny because I I just the one championship I did win in my fantasy it was my big money league. He's this kid that I go against. His name's Pippi. He's got a identity crisis and he's always drafting Patriot players, Patriot players. Now that Tom Brady's down there, oh, he's got Tom Brady's got Bucks players. I'm sitting there like, oh my god, he's so torn. Um, it's 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 almost reminiscent to Michael Jordan. I I look at it like this. I, it is. It's hard for Patriot fans, but I look at it like he was an iconic figure. Um, even people who are closet Patriots fans, like you've seen the fire go across the country. They're like, oh, I like the Patriots. I like the Patriots. Because Tom Brady became a brand name and a, a, a figure to be sold, and he was marketable. I look at these people just carry on, and they, they, they're watching him like they would Michael Jordan or Tyson. I do like greatness. I'm a fan of like even Josh Allen. I'm a fan of greatness. I'm a fan of Devontae Adams. I'm a fan of players on other teams of sports that just meet the task of every day consistently, <laughs> consistently being great. These hey, does look like me. I love it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I think I think it's okay, but at the same time it gets sickening. I want it because I got a lot of Tom Brady. I got a lot of Tom Brady uh, 
rookie card. So if he wins one with the Bucks, I'm going to be very happy. So genius, do you think it's fair that they still still root for the Bucks as if the the Pats? So so you know, I have a ton of thoughts on this. I make I got to comment on one thing Ray said, and then I got to ask if you guys have a a phenomenon that I'm aware of that if, if you guys have seen this, but. First thing, Ray, I think you're giving them too much credit. I think the people, they're not even a stage grieving because they don't grieve. Like, like they don't take it hard. I remember the last time that when the Patriots lost to the Eagles, I was at my friend's, uh, watching the game at my friend's house, and his his step, his uh, father-in-law was a Packers fan, and he was all over the Eagles, and he started running up and down the living room when, when, the, when the Eagles beat the Patriots. And I almost went to a fight with the guy. He was my, my friend's a father-in-law and he and I are having words. I'm like, I'm like, you have no, you have no dog in this fight. Why don't you shut the fuck up? You know, it doesn't matter. But Patriots fans, like the, like the ones, the fans you're talking about, they're the ones that left that party and said, Oh uh, yeah, I guess I will take some of the bean dip. I guess I will. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have another, I'll have a few more chips before I go. They don't care. So they, they don't, they don't grieve. There's no grieving. They're just on to the next thing. They're on to the next celebration. Like Mike said. And so there's that. And the weird thing is the lockdowns. The, the, uh, the, the lockdowns are people looking for something to do. But the other thing is the curfews in Rhode Island are 10 o'clock. So if you're, I would love to be, I would love to go out tonight, Mike. If, if, the, if, the, if there weren't lockdowns, we could actually stay out for the whole game. You and I should just start hitting bars. <laughs> <laughs> you and I should just start hitting bars and, and get at the rights of people. And then the, the phenomenon that I wanted to bring up uh, is, have you guys seen the jerseys, the Brady jerseys? That are half Patriots, half Bucks. Apparently, these exist. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I love it. I can't. I love it. I love it. I can't. So, so now you got Robert Sala and, and Jeff Goldblum on the show. We, this is a big step up from yesterday. But have you guys seen those jerseys? No, I, I would know. puke. Uh, yeah, no. it's, it's yeah. I, anyway. No, I'm not not at all. Just absolutely not at all. Like, um, uh, I think that it's unfair for them to do what they're doing um, with uh, rooting for him. Like, I I feel like like they deserved and they should uh, have some time of grief to be yes. a real football fan. Your team, you got to go through the losing. Like to me, yes. that's what, I told my son that's what's going to make you, you know. A real fan of the Giants. You got to stick with this, man. You got to see this through. Like we'll be all right. We're, we're an organization that will fight through it. Like I know now, if you're a Jets uh, fan, you're telling your son that it's kind of a lie, but you, you got to try to convince them too, right? So it, it, it just, it's how it it's how it goes. Like what what do you want from me? Like you. you the only thing, Mike, is he's about twice as wide as you. You got to find like say, a, yeah, some kind of young. Well, who, who's who, who, who's brother Ray? We gotta- yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You notice that new jet coach? He's never smiling. He's gonna no. fit in perfect with the Jets. Uh, He's gonna fit in perfect. He never smiles. Yeah. Wait, I know. Talk amongst yourself. I know who Brother Ray is. Hold on, I'll get. I'll get somebody. Yeah. Uh, there we go. We'll get somebody very. I don't know. I don't know exactly, what Brother. Yeah. Ray is. Let's put it this way. Tonight, I will bet. That you're gonna see a bunch of pink twelve jerseys out tonight. You know it. You know oh, if you walk into a local bar, you're gonna see those pink twelve jerseys rocking it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the I mean, thing. The pink jersey, the rise of the pink jerseys. That's what that really, really, really is all about. 
Well, brother, Ray, the, the thing that kills me is you're right. You will. And if they win, like Mike, it'll be shots and this and that. Blah, 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 blah. But if they lose, they're like, all right, who cares? Oh, you well, know. the game will be all right. Next thing. Yeah, we'll go to the, yeah. The, the, you have to have like the sour and the sweet. Like you said, Mike, you got, you have, you, you can't just, <laughs> you can't just celebrate, celebrate the win. I got to hit the gym, man. I, I got to hit the gym. That's probably, uh... <laughs> okay. You look sad. Why do I look sad in that? Why do I look sad? I look like I just lost a puppy. Look at my photo again. You're the coach of the Jets. Like, look That's at me. Thinking sad. about. Did I leave the, the, the cheese out on the counter? Yeah. I gotta get a tuxedo. I'm gonna have to next yeah. show. I'm gonna wear a tuxedo just just to match up with that picture. Hey, so um, guys, the website's been going great. LegitFantasySports.com. Um, the basketball show is phenomenal. Um, it really is. TJ is just money. Uh, in that sense. Um, me and Matt have been doing the wrestling show on and off. I finally get to show Matt with, uh, who, uh, Walter is. Oh. We have to air the video. I love Walter, but we have to air the video. Yeah, I don't have to. You to resend that to me. He sent me a video of this wrestler, right? Let me real quick. It was a heavy set guy doing that, like, you know, that outdoor wrestling in someone's backyard. Yeah. You know? So the big heavy guy goes into the corner, jumps up on the turnbuckles, right? And he goes, Woo! Either, either like it was more like Sting, you know, calling out. Yeah. Well, he, he's facing the buckle. He jumps off and turns. So he jumps. He's backwards. He jumps up and he just drops. Now he's all fat with. They look like skinny little jeaned legs, right? Big legs. He lands, and his knees go in, and he breaks his legs and falls. Full. They just collapse. Both legs just snap and go back. The other way, and you just see him go, and he rolls over, and it's just like done. Your life is sure is just done. Ah, you it's instantly cool. have to watch it a million times in a row. I just be like, watch how did going, he like, watch it? Like this heavy guy, you know, heavy, short, tall, thin, whatever you are, you should know what you are. So if you're a really big guy with really skinny legs, maybe you shouldn't take all that weight and just drop it on oh. your legs because they might not be prepared and they might snap inward. Like, oh. whose legs – think about the weight that it would take to snap your legs inward. Oh. I'm thinking fucking really heavy, really heavy to make my knees go the other way. And he broke like a accordion. He just folded. Oh. But uh, so we got that going on. And then tonight, uh, we actually have a big show tonight. We really, really, really do. <laughs> Again, I'll just say it quick. So we did a we, we do a paranormal show with Buddy Thayer, and that itself is just classic. Me and Kevin are just like – we want to believe in everything, but certain things we just can't. So we end up in issues. So he had a woman on, and I'll just do it really quick. If the ghost or the spirit, I'm sorry, spirit in the room says yes, then the jewel would go like up and down like this. Oh, if, if it says no, it would move in a circle, but her hand never moves. And the the, the, the gem, the, uh, the the what is it called? The, the, the diamond. What is it called? The stone. If it moves in a circle, it's a no. If it moves like this, it's a yes. So he's going... Uh, does a woman wear a bonnet? And it's gone like this. <laughs> it's it's a woman wearing a bonnet in this room. A whatever, a ram's bottom. That's literally one of the names. And it's circles. No. So I go. You know, no offense, buddy, but Kev could pretty much have a magic quarter and just flip it up in the air, and I'm gonna get the same exact results because it's gonna be fifty fifty. That was my first insult that I didn't mean, but it just came out that way because I was now sitting into another hour worth of paranormal. So I'm like. 
I don't necessarily believe that woman isn't making it move the way she wants to make it make it fucking move. Like, I mean, I try, try to tell him like, there's a game with, like different. I'll get like different like uh, shells. We'll put a ball in there, and you you can guess if you want. That's what it kind of reminds me of. So I can tell that it kind of insulted him a little bit, maybe. Little, but it definitely little, did. Little because, yeah, because at the He's end of the show, he immediately was like, I'm going to try to get a, go, uh, uh, a guest for next week's show. I was like, oh, cool. All right. By the next day, he had it wrapped. He's like, yeah, that, that woman that was in the video, yeah, she wants to come do the show Sunday. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, my son's got the Milwaukee chain downstairs, <laughs> the hand like this. Should I wear that? Like, what do you guys yeah. think? This is somebody dealing with the paranormal, and she's going to be upset with me because I, I think she fakes it when she moves the, the gem with her hand. Like, what are we walking into tonight? Uh, like I said, I just want to ask the question, when when did we make the agreement with the spirit world that the pendulum moving this way means yes and this way means no? Like, is that a, Does everyone know that? Is that a universal contract with all spirits? Like, well, uh, Who doesn't know that, genius Kev? He doesn't know that. I thought he was not moving. You're frozen, man. I thought you just weren't moving. I thought so, too. I was like, he is. I was very impressed because he's constantly. Yeah. I I thought he's really paying attention this time. I thought he was paying Ray, any advice? I I mean, I've seen the movie The Grudge. (laughs) I think you guys are in trouble. I wouldn't go anywhere near it. See, that's my issue with it, too. I mean, I'm being honest. That's my issue with it, too. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't want to get in anybody's uh, bad side with this, but I already decided. So I'm gonna. It's not that I don't believe her. It's not that I don't believe her. She can understand that I have doubts. Right? I'm allowed doubts, right? So I'm gonna an open mind. Listen to her tonight, and I think it's gonna be a great show. If I'm being honest, you you gotta have to ask questions. And I will say this: I have my daughter with me. She's 15 years old. She could care less about any of these shows. The paranormal show actually might 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 pique her interest a little bit, so. Yeah, yeah, I have kids around the same age. They could care less too about uh, these shows. Yeah. they could care less about anything I've ever accomplished. I mean, <laughs> not, no, no joke, no joke. We they, there's that girl Melanie Martinez that was like a big deal, and my, my daughter and her friend wanted to go see it at like uh, the Strand, and um, there was the line went around the Strand down the street. It was like ridiculous. So I'm like, let's just try something out. I took her, her friend, and my wife. We went to the front. The people there still knew me from the SOC days. I got a couple of high fives. We went right in and went out paying. Walked it to the very, very front where the barriers and set up shop there. Were That's they awesome. impressed? Not oh. even a little. <laughs> Not even a little. I mean, I can't get them to be impressed ever because we're in the strand. And up on the wall, with a light on, a fixture on it, it looks beautiful, is one of the SOC posters uh, for one of our shows. And I'm actually, my autograph is actually on the goddamn thing. And it's it's up. I mean, it's up and it looks beautiful. And I'm like, I'm talking to my daughter. I'm like, Brent, look at this. Like, that's your dad. Like, I created that show. It was my mm-hmm. idea to have the two-headed monster. Never mind that. Like, look at it. And there's my signature. And they're like, here <laughs> less. Like if you if you if you want to pick me up, you do not go to your kids. They could care. They are not impressed with you at all. You're the guy who can't figure out the remote. You know what I mean? <laughs> you out of them. Before I go on a tangent, Matt, I really like the the stoicness. Like you've been incredible, dude. We're having a staring contest. Oh. I didn't even know hey. about it with you. Dude, uh, I'm winning. Guys, the Jets. What's that? I'm, he's got the I'm same winning. expression. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to be that coach from the Jets. Yeah. You're doing a good job, kid. All right, look, guys, we got our picks in. Enjoy the day of sports. Um, you know, take what we said. Listen to what we said. Why we said it. If you disagree with us, you 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 probably find one of us you do agree with. Go down into the track, aka Twin River, or use your phone and go on one of the sites that maybe Kev likes to frequent, Matt likes to frequent, whatever. Go on there. Use what we gave you. Make some money. Yesterday I gave you a three-team parlay. You were money in the bank with that. Overall, we kept giving you winners. Today we seem like we know what we're talking about. Pick somebody, go at their picks, go make some money. It's me, me, Mike Lepre. This is Legit Fantasy Sports with Legit Fantasy Football. For Brother Ray, for the leaving Mastradamus who's no longer with us, for Genius Kev, thank you guys for listening, for hitting the like button, uh, for leaving a comment. These are all things we need you to do. It's just one of the things that you have to have done when it comes to this, if you want to have fun and talk sports and make people a bunch of money, then, well, you've got to do the stuff that's, you know, it's not as much fun, let's be honest. You guys got anything to say before we go? Enjoy the games, oh. everybody. <clears throat> Playoff football. All right. Guys, Enjoy. Kev? Enjoy the games and look at those lines. They're changing right now. Just did a, a, a Bucks Kansas City Chiefs parlay. Chiefs the minus nine and a half. Bucks plus two and a half. So we'll look at those. Look at those lines. All right, and uh, uh, genius, stay on to our. Uh, I want to discuss um, buddy there with you, guys. Me, it's me. It's Mike Lepre, King Michael, Legit Fantasy Sports. Thank you so much. I will see.